Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees complete their first regular season series of the 2023 season, taking the uh, Gi- Giants, uh, San Francisco Giants, there two games to one. Really should have been a sweep, but uh, unfortunately, Clark Schmidt and Michael King and a little bit of Clay Holmes raveled in the second game there, which we'll get into. But nevertheless, uh, start off the season on a pretty, say, positive note, um, you know, taking two out of three from the Giants. So we'll get into all that as well as uh, tell you about a new Yankee, Colton Brewer, kind of mentioned again with Floreal. Up to start the season, you know, rumor was, or at least it seemed like he was going to be traded somewhere. Well, it wasn't exactly. He was traded. It was kind of holding a spot for a pitcher, which eventually became Colton Brewer. So kind of getting into that, my feelings as well, some injury update news on both Severino as well as Harrison Bader. Again, two big cogs that, uh, you know, the Yankees are going to be depending on the season. Uh, but, you know, we've got a long way to go. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast, get a little wrap-ups like this, get little updates on news, injuries, and a little side treats only available for podcast subscribers. So even if you like the show on YouTube and if you're somewhere in the New York area, you get to see it on TV. But this is additional content here uh, for this audio podcast. And, and the only way you can get it is to be a podcast subscriber. So whoever gets your favorite podcast, wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe. So the Yankees, um, have, again, what I mentioned before, was the textbook um, opening day win against the San Francisco Giants. I mean, everything just went near perfect. Um, you got a gr- great outing from Cole. Uh, you got a home run from Judge, and the Yankees um, pretty much didn't even break a sweat. And as I kind of mentioned at the start of the previous episode, just that Giants lineup was just kind of pitiful, and there was really no reason why the Yankees should should have really swept them. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, it wasn't the case. You know, the Giants did take the the, the, the middle game there uh, by a score of seven five. So it was Clark Schmidt on the mound versus Alex Cobb. And the Yankees got a lot of breaks early in this game. Uh, you know, the umpire gave Yankee hitters a very generous strikes on early on against Alex Cobb. And in fact, Alex Cobb himself coughed up a ball, which led to the Yankees' first one. It was a comeback up the middle um, with Stanton. Uh, Cobb fielded it and kind of had a kind of a lazy throw to second base. The ball kind of sailed, went over the second baseman, had into center field, and the Yankees were able to score their first run of the game there. And then, you know, with an opportunity, maybe put a couple more on the board. Unfortunately, though, Donaldson uh, struck out. Caught looking to strike three there. And, of course, Glebo Torres also uh, caught looking to strike out there. So could have been a spot where the Yankees maybe could have put up a couple more runs. Uh, they had Cobb on the ropes early there. He was running up his pitch count. And that was really the opportunity where, again, the Yankees really maybe could have took a stranglehold on the game at that point. Uh, only up one nothing. They should have been up more. But the Yankees would score a, bit, a little bit later on in the third inning. Again, at the point, only still one nothing. Stanton with his first home run of the season, really of the year. Again, had none in spring. Kind of a one of those laser, kind of those golf swing type of home runs we see from Stanton. And, and instead of this time, it was to right field. And you would say maybe it's a, a bit of a Yankee Stadium sort of home run. But nevertheless, uh, the Yankees at that point uh, up to nothing. And it looked like yeah, it was going to be like another kind of a, another laugher similar to the first game. But unfortunately, um, you know, Clark Schmidt, after, you know, two decent innings, the third, unfortunately, I'm um, sorry, after three decent in- innings, unfortunately, the fourth, um, Started to unravel a little bit for him, giving up the um, home run to Jock Peterson, and then a two-run home run to uh, Crawford, uh, put the uh, Giants up at that point, three to two. And like I say, that was the game. But really, if if Schmidt could have got out of that cleanly, kind of felt he would kind of got on a roll, and the Yankees would have gone to the bullpen, that would have been it there. So uh, now the Yankees would fight back in this one, make it a bit of a back and forth tussle, and the Yankees would eventually tie it up. And then in the sixth inning, uh, with Michael King in on his second inning of work, again King's gonna be a very important cog as well. Uh, we got, you know, make make sure he's pitching the way he was last time before he got hurt. And this was a big, you know, I'm not saying it was a big spot for King, but this was an important spot for King. And unfortunately for the first test of the season for him, did not go well. Let a few runners on. And you can say it wasn't really his fault. I mean, there were a couple of infield singles. Uh, but unfortunately with runners on, they were able to, Yankees were able to get it out from that. Uh, the Giants were able to cro- uh, push across two more runs uh, to take a 5-3 to three lead. Again, King... I mean, yeah, he was sloppy. You know, he gave up a double and a hit, and he actually uh, hit a batter. 
So um, his fault of playing, but also again, a couple of just kind of infield hits there is just something that you really do about as a pitcher. So not completely his fault, but again, he wasn't exactly sharp and not exactly the king uh, we saw in spring training, who pretty much looked flawless. So now I wouldn't put too much, you know, worry into that because Clay, Clay Holmes wasn't that bad. It wasn't as good as either. You know, their last game was Tuesday. They had a, obviously a couple of off days, and and of course, you know, first game of the year was Thursday. Then had another off day, so. You know, King and Holmes, I wouldn't worry about it too much. You know, I guess it's more that they haven't pitched in a while and they're kind of out of rhythm. So, and again, for them to be a little, not to be sharp in this first game, again, they haven't pitched in a while in, in, in live action. I wouldn't stress it too much, but nevertheless, neither of them were good. Again, the Yankees inched a little closer. You got the first home run of the year for Josh Donaldson. So they pull it to five to four. Uh, but in the seventh, Holmes would give up a couple more runs as well. And the Yankees would fall behind seven to four. Now the Yankees would inch back. Um, in the ninth inning and had an opportunity to actually, you know, with, with everything, you know, that had gone bad with Yankee pitching wise, actually had a situation where they could have had a walk off, at least tied the game um, in the ninth inning with bases loaded and uh, DeMillo uh, Doval on the mound. Um, Stanton was up. Again, this is Stanton who had a home run, a laser home run early in the game. Bases loaded, only one out, but unfortunately grounds into the thing you don't want him to do, the double play. And uh, Doval escapes, you know, by the skin of his teeth. And the Giants take the second game there, seven to five. So you know it was good. The Yankees showed up a little fight there. You know Hicks um, struck out to start the inning, but um, Volpe got a hit to get on. The Yankees put a few runners on there, had the bases loaded. So even though you lose the game, you kind of got the little bit of the moral victory there as yet. But we didn't give up, and it was right there for the taking. Again, if Stanton could have put a good swing on a ball, get a ball in the gap, you know the Yankees possibly maybe could clear the bases and had to walk off there. A home run would have been nice, but anything there you want in that situation, but a double play. But unfortunately, it's a double play. And the Yankees lose that uh, second game there, seven to five. So, um, so the third game. Now, before we get into that, actually, I wanted to you know backtrack a little bit. Uh, so after the first game, um, you know, the Yankees made a move. So they picked up, they traded for Colton Brewer from the Rays. Which, and again, I don't understand this move. And to make room to make room on the roster there, they uh, designated Florial for assignment. Again, Florial was kind of dead to rights because again he was out of options. So the fact that they started him with the season that you knew he was going to be he wasn't going to be here the whole time because at some point you know Beto was going to come back and there was just not going to be enough room for Florial. So you figured maybe again he was going to be part of some sort of trade or nothing. But I guess again he seems like I said at the opening of the sh- uh, this episode that he was kind of going to be a placeholder for someone else, and it turned out to just be a, p- a placeholder for Colton Brewer. So so the Yankees make the move for Colton Brewer again pitcher. 30 years old. I was with the Red Sox for a couple of years, as well as uh, uh, the San Diego Padres. You know, there's not really sp- special about him. I mean, I mean, in 91 innings pitch for his career, he has an ERA a little over 5, 5.04. So you're not really impressed with that. Now he has uh, 88 strikeouts in the 91 innings. So it's a little less than one strikeout per inning. So again, not really impressive. And he's gave up 109 hits in 91 innings. So it's almost averaging like a hit an inning. Sometimes two hits an inning. So again, nothing about his numbers that are impressive. He is 30 years old. So it's not like some young 22 year old that throws like 105 miles per hour. And you just, you know, you're hot on him for as a prospect. So I don't know. I, again, I really don't understand the move fully by the Yankees. Um, again, I, I did mention that. Yes, you should, the Yankees should bring in as many arms as possible because we saw what happened last season. They all just got decimated. And so, yes, have it. So from that aspect, it makes sense. But, you know, Colton Brewer, like, I don't know what, you know, Cashman sees in him now. Yeah, when he was with the Red Sox, he played with the Yankees quite a number of times. So I guess maybe Cashman saw a number of those games and maybe there's something about him they like. And they feel, you know, with Matt Blake and Boone, they could kind of 
Um, maybe if they work on a few things with him, they could kind of, you know, up his level, you know, level him up, so, so to speak. Um, now, I do trust Cashman. He usually has a good eye of finding guys like this, you know, i.e. I. Clay Holmes um, or, you know, or like Wandy Peralta, just finding guys at the right time of their career, and then they come here and they flourish. So I'm okay Cashman giving him a shot. I'm just telling about his numbers don't really impress me. So, again, I just don't understand the move. But, again, let's see what Cashman and, and, you know, Matt Blake have up their sleeve. Maybe they see something about this guy that, hey, if we just tweak this, we get him to throw it this way and do this, he'll become a whole other pitcher. So that remains to be seen. So that brings us to the, the finale game. And I'll call this the Johnny on the spot game. So, again, the Yankees are kind of a little shorthanded in the staff there. Again, they don't have Severino for a while, Rondon for a while. And, of course, Frankie Montas done pretty much for most of the year. So, of course, the Yankees would have to rely on some of the young guys like a Clark Schmidt, like Johnny Brito, uh, like Herman, uh, kind of pick up the slack. Some pieces come back. And, uh, fortunately for the Yankees, Brito did a much better job in this finale game than Clark Schmidt the day before, blanking the, the Giants for five innings, going five innings, giving up but no earned runs, six strikeouts in this one walk. And this was kind of a similar to the first game for the Yankees, a you know, bit of a laugher. Um, they finally got on the board in the third inning uh, with a judge blast. So judge with a second home run already this season. So again, off to a good start there. And it was kind of a, it, it didn't look like he really got a full extension on it. Even full John Sterling had like a weird launch angle. It kind of went up and like at first I thought maybe, you know, is this going to be a fly out, but it just kept going, kept going and kind of barely just dropped in over the left field wall there. So wasn't like what you call like a, uh, an impressive judgy and blast. It was kind of more of an excuse me type of home run. But nevertheless, put the Yankees on the board at that point. Well, nothing. Then shortly after with Rizzo on first, Stanton up. Again, this was the Stanton who hit into the game-ending uh, double play they booked four. Uh, but this I made up for that. Hit a absolute bomb of a home run. 485 feet. Went over the uh, Mohegan Sun, kind of the left part of the Mohegan Sun windows there, out in center field. So, again, an, an absolute bomb by him. Put the Yankees up 3 nothing. And again, from there you can just turn it off. Um, you know, Higgy, uh, Higgy got Higgy with it in the uh, inning later, hitting a solo shot there. So getting, you know, getting his first kind of acclimation of the year, get, you know, getting on the board, the home run uh, uh, stat sheet there himself with a solo home run, four nothing at that point. And the Yankees will tack on a couple more runs later on in the game, and the Yankees kind of take a bit of a laugh for there, six nothing. And again, as I mentioned before, Brito, probably the most important part, just the, the confidence of having something like that to throw a game, just like after Clark Schmidt wasn't impressive in the second game. So I would say he would be the star of the game for the Yankees, even though again, Stanton had that monster home run. And then the Yankee uh, bullpen the rest of the way, including the very new Colton Brewer, um, you know, going uh, blanking that the Giants the rest of the way, Colton going two innings himself there. So again, a good debut by him. It's just kind of a bit of a curious move. And again, it's just bad to see Floreal after all the up and down and all the speculation about him. He's going to be designated for his assignment. So he'll probably be... and put on wa- waivers or something, he'll end up somewhere else soon. So So Yankees take two out of three. Good start there. Um, and as for some of the injury news I mentioned, Severino working his way back. He did ha- have a throwing session Friday. Uh, they said so far so good with that. So no really timetable is even back. And then Harrison Bader and dealing with the oblique issue, took some swings in the cage again, right? So far, uh, no negative effects, but again, still no timetable when he's back. So, that remains to be seen. So Yankees take two out of three, uh, but they're staying home. They're going to host the Phillies. So the Phillies coming to town. It's kind of this weird start to the season. The Yankees playing all these National League teams. Again, the schedule is going to be a little different this season where um, every team plays each other at least twice this year just to kind of mix it up. So, you know, the whole idea is that so you don't have to wait, you know, for every four years to see Otani. You could see him every year. So uh, that's why the schedule is going to be a little funky this, you know, to start at uh, this season. And, of course, now the Yankees playing a lot of National League teams to start out. So, uh, they will host the um, Phillies and the Yankees are uh, sending 
Nesta Cortez to the mound. Now, supposedly Nesta was going to miss his first time through the, through the rotation just with the, with the, the groin injury, but I guess just the way they worked out in spring training, they were able to line it up where he was able to really not miss too much significant time. So, um, so a little good news for the Yankees. So he'll make the start, and we'll see the Yankees could build upon this win. So that's the episode, Section 420, Talking Yankees. Goodbye, Florio. Hello, Brewer, and we'll catch you next time. Thank <laughs> you.